Shalom everybody, we are continuing with uh, Rav Nosen's discourse, section Orach Chaim, the laws of Birkat Hoda'a, the blessings over giving thanks, discourse number 6, paragraph 12, based on lesson 24. We saw in the last, uh, the recap of the last class was Rav Nosen was saying how the evil side does everything in its strength and, and, and its uh, reach to mix up and confuse a person. He's called Hechalat Murot. Rav Nosen is w- working to show us why the Yitzhara is so dangerous and that his main tactic against p- people, to bring people down, is by fooling them, by exchanging, switching the pure to impure, the holy to unholy, and, the, and vice versa, unholy to holy, impure, pure, kosher, truth to falsehood, etc. So Rav Nosen went in to the realm of fear of heaven. But what type of fear of heaven? Fear of punishment. And he wants to stress that fear of punishment is necessary. Don't try to avoid it. It's not something which should be avoided. It's part of Judaism. The problem is with most people, when they hear about fear of punishment, it makes them sad and depressed. And Rav says, that's wrong. Fear of punishment will bring you life. And he said, how? Because when you see that Hashem is so great, and you're going to have to pay for everything. So all the more so do you have to be happy that you know of tzaddikim, and you come close to the Torah that, give, the, the Torah that gives you another chance to, to even transform all the sins to merits. As bad as punishment is waiting for a person for what he's done, Mida tova meruba, the good is much greater, and a person can reach a level where he can transform everything to merits. So on one hand, you do need fear of punishment, but it's a push to come to forward and to serve Hashem to go forward and not to break you and make you down. If I'm doomed, I might as well just drop everything. No, that's not the purpose of fear of punishment. Fear of punishment is to let you know what's waiting for you, to give you what's called the etgar, the challenge, that now you have to go, you have no choice then if that's the case. If you know you can get punished, so you have no choice then to go forward and do more good, because if you do enough good, you can transform all the punishments, all the sins into merits. So of no sin, he tells us, to look in Sichot Haran, Rabbi Nachman's wisdom, paragraph number five, Rabbi Nachman goes into this idea of fear of punishment over the fear of heaven because of the awe of the greatness of Hashem. And he tells us to look there in this paragraph that we just saw last class. So we're going to look at little pieces of this paragraph number five from Sichot Haran. So you can see the context that Rabbi Nachman said about fear of heaven. And it comes up an amazing side point of the danger of philosophy. So I'm reading like a few lines into the into this paragraph number five, where it starts like this. Vamar and Rabbi Nachman said also the following so he's like this, and, and Rabbi Nachman said the following, Fortunate is the person who knows nothing of the philosophical books, even Jewish philosophy, even philosophy written by Torah scholars. Fortunate is a person who doesn't know anything of them, but rather he just follows the, walks the pathway of simplicity and straightforwardness and honesty, and he has what's called fear of punishment. 
because he says, Rabbi Nachman, because the, the essence of the serving Hashem in the beginning, what pushes a person to serve Hashem in the beginning, is only because of fear of retribution, fear of punishment. And without fear of punishment, it's impossible to start at all in the service of Hashem. And he goes on, Vafiru tzadikim tzrichim gamken yirah ki ovdei me'ahava hem mu'atim me'od me'ot ve'ikahu yirata onesh and even tzadikim even tzadikim who you thought they're ready they're holding at a high level they also need fear of heaven as a push because those people who serve Hashem out of love are very very few very little and the main thing, he says, is fear of punishment. That's what pushes a person to go forward. That you know you're going to pay the price if you do wrong. Okay? He says, for fear, the upper fear, which the Zohar calls like this, Begin the Ravishalit to fear Hashem because of his awesomeness and greatness and his power, not of punishment, but just out of the awe of Hashem's greatness. In other words, the upper fear. Love, not every man merits to this fear. So, because of that, however, he says the essence, the essential service of Hashem is specifically through fear of getting punished by the majority of people. Now he goes back to philosophy. Look what he says. What, what does it have to do with philosophy? And somebody who, God forbid, learns the book of those who speculate and those who are philosophers. So when learning these books and entertaining these concepts and questions which are aroused in these books, a person begins to have doubts and heretical thoughts entering his heart. He says, don't think you can avoid this because you already have a tendency for this in the first place inside of you. He says, because every person is born with what's called wickedness. Because the nature of every person is drawn by nature for things which are evil. In other words, for bad lusts, bad desires of this world. May Hashem save us. What's preventing him from fulfilling his lusts and heart's desires for evil? It's only because of the boundary wall due to the fear of punishment does a person break his lusts and enter in the service of Hashem? Because you know this is wrong and I'm going to pay the price. So I'm not going to do it. I put my finger in the fire, I'm going to get burnt. But when a person learns these books, which are speculative and, and cause a person to have speculation and speculative thoughts and beginning to question everything, God forbid, so then a person finds for himself all types of doubts and heretical ways of thinking that just assist 
and aid the evil that's within ingrained in a person that he has in his nature. It just helps it now to come out and to go with it. Valken, ein anu motzim klal sheye eze adam naase ish kasher vire Hashem alidei sifra mechakrim. Therefore, we don't find at all. We don't find at all. Rav Nosson is writing this. It's Rabbi Nachman talking here. We don't find at all that a person will be made into an upright, honest, God-fearing Jew by learning philosophical and speculative works and books and teachings. He's saying an amazing point. And even though, what's wrong with learning these books? Even though you may find in the words and teachings of these books some teachings about ethical behavior, proper conduct, good midot, good, good attributes, good character, and similar. Nonetheless, Rabbi Nachman points out, Everything is vain. Why? Because the loss and the damage is much, much greater than the gain. It may be a slight gain, but the damage caused by the radical way of thinking that you inculcate by reading them is far more damaging than the good comes out. But I like these things. It's so interesting, everything. Watch it. You're putting yourself in danger. Because these speculative ways of thinking and questions that are aroused in these books, they confuse the man, the mind of man very much. Okay, and then he says, And he says, See elsewhere in Rabbi Nachman's writings about this, about the unbelievable prohibition prohibition of learning these books even Jewish philosophy, books written by even religious Torah scholars, stay away, period may Hashem save us Vamar, Rabbi Nachman said the following Ashreinu Shemoshe Rabbeinu Alav HaShalom Bachar lanu chelek tov meod, venatan lanu et Torah upatach ba Fortunate are we, Rabbi Nachman said, that Moshe Rabbeinu, our teacher, our master Moshe Rabbeinu of blessed memory, chose us and chose for us a good portion, a very good portion, and gave us the Torah, because Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who gave us the Torah from Hashem, and began the Torah of the following words, Bereshit, bara, elokim, et hashemayim v'chulim. In the, at the beginning of the creation, of the, 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 the Lord created the heaven and the earth, no questions asked. We're introduced that there's a God. No questions. It's accepted. It's, it's forced on a person. Yes, for your own good. For your own good it's forced. Because if you have the doubts, you're never going to make it in life. You're going to be plagued for the rest of your life questions. Who says and why do I have to believe? You're in danger when you do that. You're going to ruin yourself. Or you don't listen now. And the outcome after 50, 60, 70 years, then you wake up. What does it help then? Okay, he says, we're so lucky that Moshe Rabbeinu started the Torah, wrote the Torah that he gave over us, it begins with no questions. In the beginning, that Hashem created, who's Hashem? There's a God, period. No questions. The child is taught, there's a God, period. Okay? Without any types of investigate, investigation and speculations and wonders that they have, the philosophers, in trying to prove their point and prove an existence, God forbid. Rather, 
Rather, Moshe Benu opened up the Torah in a format, in a presentation of just believing in Hashem, blessed be He, with simple faith alone, period. For this reason, it is forbidden for us to enter into any speculative type of learning at all, God forbid. And not to think not to say, well I'm up to the challenge, I can face the challenge, I'm smart enough, I'm I'm mature enough, I won't fall. Don't. You're in for it if you do that. It's gonna ruin the rest of your life. If any learning of wisdom begins to chip at your emuna, it's dangerous. It's bad. It's wrong. How could these Torah scholars have written these books? May Hashem forgive them, Rabbi Nachman says elsewhere. That's what he says, look elsewhere. In another chapter, Rabbi Nachman goes into this, about the damage caused by even Torah scholars who wrote philosophical works. Okay? And he, but here's not the place to go into this. So now he goes back to the idea of fear of punishment. And all this he said is to show you that this type of learning damages fear of punishment, which is needed by everybody. Everybody needs fear of punishment. So he goes back to this topic. And even though you might ask, but that it says in the Holy Zohar, places that it puts down, it derides fear of punishment. It derides someone who serves, serves Hashem out of fear of punishment. Rabbi Nachman says, don't take that literally. He says it's already been answered in several books of ethical teachings to resolve what the Zohar states and to explain it differently. And he says, because in the bottom line, even after what the Zohar says, the Zohar will agree to the following statement. That the essence of serving Hashem is only through the fear of getting punished, as we mentioned above. This is what Rav Nassim told us to look at in Sikhot Aran, section 5, to show you how important it is to have fear of punishment. And like what we, what we said in the Likut HaLachot, Rav Nassim said, that even in this, Yetzirah will try to make a person be sad and depressed that I'm finished. He has fear of punishment, but he overdoes it. He, he takes it to the extreme that he's doomed. And that's not the purpose of fear of punishment. Fear of punishment is to tell you that there is, uh, there, there is a deen and a dayan. There's, there's judgment, the person can be punished. There's someone who's going to judge us. But his compassion is so great and the Torah is so big that if damage is caused by getting punished, so all the more so when you do good, you get rewarded. And if you do enough good, you can wipe off and wipe out the damage caused by the, uh, by the evil and the punishment due to that. Bezat Hashem.